Hello, hello, and welcome to the Relate and Educate podcast. It's Erin Patton here. Okay, today's episode is such a great one that you have to listen to it again. It's so good. This is actually a repeat of episode 29 with Rebecca Peterson. Now, way back in the day when we recorded episode 29, Rebecca Peterson was Oklahoma Teacher of the Year, and we were so thrilled. That's when we got to talk to her. So much has happened since then. Now, Rebecca Peterson has gone on to become the National Teacher of the Year. And so this year, she has gotten to do so many cool opportunities. She's gotten to go and meet the president and the first lady. And, you know, she's like best friends with everyone there in Washington, D.C. now. (laughs) But she is just doing so many amazing things as the National Teacher teacher of the year which is so exciting that from our very own little Oklahoma came the national teacher of the year so I wanted to play this episode again so that you guys could get to know her maybe some of you guys have gotten to know her more since she's been in the national spotlight and so now you can just kind of hear an intimate conversation with Rebecca she is wonderful if you guys don't follow her on all of her socials, you definitely should. She's on Instagram at Rebecca Peterson underscore. And her name is spelled R-E-B-E-C-K-A-P-E-T-E-R-S-O-N then underscore. Because you will want to follow along with what she's doing. She's doing amazing things in our country for education and it's just inspiring. I always, always look at what her posts are and I'm always excited to see what her stories are or anything because it's always something great. She is just kicking butt. So enjoy this episode with Rebecca Peterson talking not only about, well, she is talking about Oklahoma Teacher of the Year, but little does she know, oh, Rebecca, that you will soon become National Teacher of the Year. So I hope you enjoy this episode. One more thing before I sign off is please get in contact with me if you have a teacher that you would love to hear on this podcast. If you know that he or she is just something remarkable and has a story worthy of sharing, let me know. Get in contact me with me at Erin, E-R-I-N, at RelateThenEducate.com. And also, we love teacher besties. Love teacher besties. So if you and your teacher bestie or you and one of your teacher friends want to come on the show together and kind of share what's been going on in your lives together. We love that and we will certainly reach out to you. So get in contact with me if you have anyone that would love to be on the show or if you would love to be on the show. We want to have you. And again, that's Aaron at Relate Then Educate. Okay, so enjoy this episode of National Teacher of the Year, Rebecca Peterson. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Relate Then Educate podcast. It's Erin Patton here. (sighs) When I'm recording this, it is like middle of the week before Christmas break. And so hopefully by the time you all are listening to this, hopefully all of you are out for winter break. And if you're not, hopefully it's very soon that you will be. And if you're not out by this time that you're listening to this, I hope that means that your January is like extra long, like the break, not the month of January. I hope that goes by in a flash. But I hope that your break in January goes for a long time in January. That was always my favorite. I liked 
when um, like we didn't get out until a couple of days before Christmas, which is always kind of stressful, you know, getting everything done right before then. But then it just felt like that break lasted so long when it went into the new year and you didn't have to go back to school till like the 6th or the 7th. Going back on like the 3rd really stinks. That makes it, it just feels like the break goes by so much faster when it when you have to go back early. So anyway, I wish whatever your schedule is, I hope your break feels long, every one of you. Um, we got to talk to the 2022 Oklahoma Teacher of the Year, Rebecca Peterson, and that you're going to get to meet her on this episode. This episode was wonderful. I Before um, the episode, I looked up some stuff about Rebecca, and I read a ton about her, and so I was already excited to meet her, but I learned so much about her and just, you know, where all of her love and passion for education comes from and just her history and her story is fascinating. So I know you guys are going to enjoy this episode with your teacher of the year, Rebecca Peterson. <laughs> um, Rebecca, her passion project that she's working on this year while she's teacher of the year is called teachers of Oklahoma. And she goes let me see if I can get this right. She wants to go to a school in every single county in Oklahoma. And so we're hearing from every single county, a teacher in every county. And she goes in and spends a day with them in their classroom. She interviews them, you know, privately, just her and the teacher. But then she also spends some time in the classroom. And then Rebecca blogs about it and writes about what she sees. So it's really cool. I can't wait to see a bunch of these um, Teachers of Oklahoma features that she's going to be doing. It's really cool because the heart behind her pro passion project is exactly the heart behind Relate and Educate. I mean, they came from very similar places, you know, loving teachers, thinking the world of teachers and wanting their voices to be heard, wanting to get teachers actual voices and their stories and everything out there. And so it's, ah, it's just so exciting and fun to see when there is someone else with you, you know, your kindred spirit, you're like-minded, you have something so deep and personal to you in common. And so that's what I felt like the whole time we were talking with Rebecca is that she was just a bosom buddy. <laughs> that's from I, where I heard it. it was from Anna Green Gables when I was a kid, a bosom buddy. And she is just a sweet person with a great heart. And I can't wait for you all to get to meet her. So enjoy this episode about the Oklahoma Teacher of the Year, Rebecca Peterson. Amplifying the voices of teachers. This is Relate and Educate. It was first game? No. It's actually one of his last, so, uh, but it's his first season in basketball, so yeah. that has been so fun. Is it uh, upward? No, it's just union intramural. Okay. So it's gotcha. all like kids, so you know, in his grade at Before Christmas school. break then. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that interesting? Wow. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. basketball is so weird because it sits right in between. I know. And for yeah. little kids. I think um, it's so they can like share the court, so like the older yeah. kids will do oh, after yeah. Christmas. For sure. Well, um, <clears throat> Metro Christian where my kids went to school, 
um, they um, they do the INBC, which is the Indian Nation Basketball League. Okay, or yeah, yeah, yeah. And their season, so I coach girls basketball. Oh, awesome. Their season would start practicing before we started playing games, <laughs> and their last game would be after Wild. our last game. It's like, Wild. what is going oh on? Yeah, longer than high school. When did they graduate from Metro? Uh, well, okay, so my daughter graduated from high school two years ago. Okay. She's at Chicago, uh, DePaul, and she actually did um, Epic for oh, three years. Yes. So she started at Jinx Very when I was teaching there, okay. right? She did that for two years and then went to um, Jinx West, which is elementary school, and it was just – she – long story. So <laughs> I was at the high school okay. right down the block was this uh, kindergarten and first grade uh, setting. There was one class of each in an okay. elderly home, right, at an assisted living center. And it was awesome. So the Love the this. front was all glass. Oh, cool. And this is like, I've, I've said this for a long time, like we just need to combine yes. and like mm-hmm. connect, yeah. you know, it, it was problems that would solve. It was awesome. And oh my Katie, my daughter, got in there because I was down the block and I got, you know, she got bumped yes, up. So right. she, she was in, in that idyllic situation for two years, small class size, one class, you know, with the elderly folks. And then she goes to, I think it was second grade and she goes to Jinx West and lunch would be four or 500 kids, oh. you know, as a second grader. And That's she, a lot. that was a lot for her. She ended up getting mono. We had to pull her out for the last nine weeks. My wife homeschooled her. And the next year she had got, my wife had gotten her, um, counseling degree, uh, school counseling degree, and she got hired at Metro. And so my daughter went there and it was really great. And until she got to high school. So she finished her freshman year and she was a shell of a person Mm. and all of the joy and the smiles and Aaron had her. Aaron was her favorite teacher. Elementary. And all of that joy and eagerness to learn all that stuff had been stripped away. She was just in this shell Mm. and so we Which Katie is like the most joyful yeah, well that's person. Like yeah. heartbreaking to yeah. see. So we we said, or my wife was like, we have other options. Yeah. And I said, yeah. Yep. yep. So she started looking around, and we ended up with Epic, which is slash homeschool. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, and then my wife was like, uh, they pay us nine hundred dollars right. a, a semester right. for ancillary stuff. Right. And I was like. They pay us. Right. <laughs> Squeeze. And she could take, as a sophomore, could take like sign language class at ORU. Yeah. So she ended up, sophomore through senior year, she took like six college classes on campus. That's amazing. It was awesome. Yeah. It was like, this is the best thing for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. For her. Exactly. And we were just so happy. Now, my son is a junior at Metro and he's okay. doing fine. Okay. No need. But I, I tell parents that are, like, you know, I just, they're at Metro and it's yeah. not working out for them. I'm like, Metro is not good for everybody. That's right. Uh, and uh-uh. if you that need can to be go. of any school. Yeah. I mean, if you need to go to Jinx, yeah. go to Jinx. Yeah. If you need to homeschool, homeschool. Yeah. yeah. But take care of your kids. That's right. And first. I think that's very um, admirable to see, like, even your own children had different needs, you know? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, I think parents a lot of times are like, well, it should work. It, it should worked work. for it me. It works for <laughs> my parents. Did that, you know. Um, so yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Did they have um, like Terry Simpson or Vicky Beatty? It would be high school teachers. Terry Simpson. That's a name I know. She's she was been at there Metro. a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. She's still at Metro. I'm pretty Ma- sure. Uh, math. 
She was at Union. Yep. Okay. She was at Union with Connect me for the dots. Who a else? year or two. Vicky Beatty. I don't think she's I there don't anymore. Beatty. Yeah. Anyway. There you go. That's the age. Yeah. Okay. Took the long way that's around my, there. That's my metro so. connection. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Okay. Are we on? Oh, we've been recording for like oh, half okay. an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wonderful. Hey, teachers. Welcome back. We are here. Aaron Patton here in Rick's office. Hey, Rick. Hello. 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 It is Friday before a big weekend, and we are sitting in here, ladies and gentlemen, with the 2022 and 23. Oklahoma Teacher of the Year, Rebecca Peterson. Thank you for having me. I am so, so glad you're here, Rebecca. What an honor. Thank you for coming. So, Rebecca, what was your journey to get into education? Yeah, well, I think like most teachers, most educators, my journey started in education Mm -hmm. as a child. I am an immigrant to the United States. We moved here um, right before kindergarten, so okay. very formative, you know, years. Yes. Um, From where? Because I don't so, want to skip yeah. over this. Um, I like to tell people I'm what you get when you mix the two extremes because my dad's like 100% <laughs> Iranian and my mom's 100% Swedish. So Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. My dad How? says we're a very culturally ambiguous family. <laughs> I love <laughs> <laughs> Because in addition to um, to being an immigrant, I'm also the daughter of medical missionaries. So okay. Okay, I was getting ready to ask how and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming that the yep okay by the time i was 16 i'd lived in four different countries oh man and yeah i'm you know so grateful for my bilingual very diverse upbringing yes. as an adult but as a child um you know even just moving from city to city can be hard on sure. a kid moving from continent to continent i felt mm. um you know very much just on the outside and kind of on the fringe and I had teachers, though, that spoke so much life into me and that, you know, would tell me, Rebecca, your diversity makes you beautiful. And I think words like that just kind Mm. of became my shield because um, diversity is not always affirmed. And, um, you know, in school, kids can be not nice. And what? I know. (laughs) Um, Sweet students. I know. So, you know, when I would... um, when people would make fun of my last name or um, laugh at my mispronounced syllables or tell me, you know, um, my food was weird or whatever. Yeah. It was um, always that pierces, right? But I think mm-hmm. those teachers that spoke that life into me, it was, it shielded me from a lot of that. And so those unkind actions of others didn't like pierce quite as deeply because I, I had just incredible teachers that really um, affirmed me. Um, and then I had teachers that, you know, to know, I, I don't think intentionally whatsoever, but um, I think that that kind of did the opposite, if I'm yeah. being honest. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like everybody got called Mr., Miss Smith, and Jones, but I was always Rebecca because Kerman Shaw, he was too difficult okay. to say. Um, and so... How did that feel? Not good. <laughs> you know, it just really reinforced this idea that I was an outsider. Yeah. Um, and that I was different. And, and so... We talk, I'm sorry, we talk a lot um, in our classroom management workshops and and things that we do about how important it is to learn your kids' names and know how to pronounce them correctly and how... I mean, that's just such a respectful human to human thing. And so I think that's interesting to get to hear from you, Mm -hmm. someone who people didn't always Mm -hmm. pay that respect to. Yeah, I think, you know, just connecting on a human level is so important. Um, 
well, we know relationships just yes. matter so much. And if we're, if we can't pronounce the person's yes. name, um, and I don't, I mean, I think it's beyond classroom management. I think it's about humanizing education. Yes. And so, yeah, just those small things really make a difference. And, um, even small things like not, not saying my name, it just, it reinforced this idea that I, you know, that I didn't belong, that I was an outsider. you're an other. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so, um, unfortunately it created this very like performative attitude. Uh, like okay. I wanted to belong so desperately mm-hmm. that I compensated by fitting in. Everybody wanted to take a quick second to let you know that Teacher's Night Out is coming back for 2023. And we're adding locations too. We're going to be in Oklahoma City on October 17th at the Hugh Chevrolet Center. And then we're going to follow that up the next week. And we're going to be in Fayetteville at the Walton Arts Center on October 24th. And Gary Brooks is coming to do both of those shows. And we're excited to see him again. But then in November, Tulsa, we're coming back with Kim Bearden, who is the co-founder of the Ron Clark Academy in Atlanta. She is incredible, and she's going to be at Teacher's Night Out in the Broken Arrow PAC on November 16th. So if you want to get more information about Teacher's Night Out, what it is, what we're doing, get the details on all of these events, go to relatethaneducate.com, and you can check all of that out, but you can also vote on what T-shirt that we're going to make up to give to every single person who buys a ticket to Teacher's Night Out this year. So go to relatethaneducate.com, check it out, and if you have any questions, please let us know. Yeah, and so... Can I, can uh, I ask where you went to school? Like when you moved yes. to the United States, where you so, went? So, um, do you all remember Grace Christian School? Yes. Uh, of course. Yep. Here um, in Tulsa. Here in Tulsa. Uh-huh. So yep. I went there um, kindergarten through eighth grade, with the exception of fifth grade. I mm-hmm. lived in um, a country called Kazakhstan. Wow. Um, so that is for geography, like I'm by Russia, Mongolia, China, that Thank area. Thank you, yes. Um, and then my freshman year, mm. we lived in Tajikistan, so that borders, you know, Afghanistan. Maybe that's the easiest, like, geographical uh-huh. pinpoint for people. That's so freaking um, cool. It's it so amazing. You are like, um, and how, such formative years, too, right? Like, yeah. right uh-huh. before middle school and then right starting high school. Wow. Um, so, but those two years, I was obviously homeschooled. We didn't have right. any other options. Um, and that really kind of solidified my love of mathematics I just Mm, kind of got to go at my own pace Mm -hmm. um and was it was your mom or your your dad my dad okay Mm -hmm. um and then then I did homeschooling and like concurrent Mm -hmm. when we returned to the United States I Mm -hmm. I mean again just very like I don't really know where I belong (laughs) um so I kind of did my own thing for lack of a better term yeah um which is just comical now that kind I kind of like, like what teach we were talking that. about with my kid. Yeah, exactly. Right? You, you had to exactly. suit what was going on in, you. in your mm-hmm. world. And do what works. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I just remember coming back from a year in Tajikistan, which is uh, my people. Some people are like, it's a fourth world country. Like, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, just incredibly poverty stricken. Mm-hmm. And I remember like walking into Walmart, coming back and just almost throwing up mm. because I'm like everything in here could like this is more than the whole nation has like seen in their lifetime you know and we just walk in the excess the excess and the consumption and I mean we just take it so for granted um so I had just like a lot I think to 
unravel and dissect myself. Yeah. So, did you um, have any help with that? Because that is a lot for a teenager mm-hmm. to absorb. Yeah, I don't not not professional help, but a lot of um, just. Well, it could have been grandma. Yeah, it been great anybody. parents, um, great friends that were like mm-hmm. a listening ear. They couldn't. Mm. A lot of them, you know, couldn't quite relate, but they were yeah. just a safe place. Yeah. Um, to process. But mm. yeah, so that's like, that is kind of my um, K through 12 journey. Yes. Um, but all that kind of, you know, wanting to fit in and wanting mm-hmm. to belong really solidified like my education philosophy. I just want mm. every child to know that they are in no matter the color of their skin or mm. zip code, no matter what language they speak at home, you know, no matter their socioeconomic um, standing, immigration status, religious affiliation, like every child is in, everyone has a seat at the table, yes. every voice gets equal representation. And to me, that is the heartbeat of this country, right? Like we mm-hmm. were founded mm-hmm. on the principles that we don't all have to look the same or act the same to get along. Um, and our and, diversity and, and makes honest, us beautiful. Honestly, we shouldn't. Right. You know, mm-hmm. if you go to major metropolitan areas, for instance, New York, and you get in the subway, you see the diversity of life mm-hmm. right there. And what was so cool for me every time I go is to s- see everybody. Everybody's just agreeing. We're all going to get along <laughs> because we have no choice. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> but because of that, you get this beautiful, you know, tapestry of, mm-hmm. of culture there. And, you know, I think the farther you get from that type of diversity, the more fearful you are of diversity. Mm-hmm. But, 100%. Um, but it sounds like you were immersed in that. I was totally immersed in yeah. that. Um, I mean, even just in my own home, I was immersed yeah. from yeah. that, you know? Um, and so I just, oh, I just grew up with a love of um, other cultures and languages and perspectives. And that is what I hope to bring to my classroom, Uh um, that just every child feels like they belong, like the moment they set foot, that there's no need to make a certain grade or act a certain way. Like you are loved on your good days, your bad days, everything in between, like you are in, you know, um, who you are today. That's right. And that, um, that we affirm like who they were created to be because the world needs who they were created to be. Right. So that's kind of. Um, so my is that your story. why, why you are yeah, a teacher? Yeah, that's okay. definitely my why, that, um, that children feel safe um, and feel loved and valued and cherished and accepted, and that they're, um, those innate gifts that they were born with are affirmed and mm. cherished. Yeah. So they can grow yeah. and become. Yeah, ah. who they were meant to be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I would assume that there's also... Another why, just from picking up from talking to you a couple of times, is that there's this portion, which is like center, but just adjacent is the love of math. Yeah. I, I want to share with oh, you. Yeah, I want to hear about I that. I want to share with you this love of something that, you know, that has impacted me so much. So I want to hear about that, too. Yeah. Um, I am really fortunate that I grew up in a family where, you know, I think reading is so... Um, like we read with our kids in America, you know, and Uh it's like cherished. And if a kid doesn't like a book, that's okay. We pick a different book. And math is like not quite viewed the same way. You're either good or bad at math. Yeah. Yeah. But with my dad, it was just always a game, you know, very Mm. much like reading is. Uh. It was just fun. Like um, we're at a restaurant, you know, like here's the bill. Like what do you, how how much should we tip? How, what big of a percentage is that? Everything was just fun and everyday and meaningful. Um, And 
so that was just instilled in me from so early on. And then I also had teachers mm-hmm. that um, I think honestly sensed like, oh, she is really struggling in English. Uh, rightfully so, because I don't course. speak it at home. Um, mm-hmm. But like, Rebecca, mathematics is your superpower, yeah. you know? And so I just like wore this, like my cape. Um, uh. And it just like, just people speaking this, these words into my life, I think, allowed me to just really soar high. And again, like that rhetoric of uh, math isn't for girls, truly. I mean, it barely even hit my ears. And it was, it was very much a thing when I was growing yeah. up, you know, like when I was a junior um, in high school, I think it was the president of Harvard went on record saying like, girls' brains are just not quite yes. wired for mathematics, you know? Um, that, oh, that was very Lord. much the narrative growing up, but I don't think it, I mean, it just didn't hit me as much again because That's of the so adults in my life. How old are you? Do you mind me asking? I'm 35. Okay. I'm 38. Mm-hmm. So we're close to yeah. the same age because it definitely penetrated my ears. Yes. It and was it all totally over. like gave me that and the you typical s- you stuff. See it. You see it, um, that women are so underrepresented in STEM yeah. fields. Um, Aaron actually taught STEM. I did. <laughs> I taught in my last four years um, in the classroom. I taught STEM taught through all elementary. It was amazing. So fun. It's so important. So fun. It, um, science and math can can be fun. Yes. It can also be very uh, theoretical, and I think that's where a lot of kids get lost. I Because they don't see the uh, applicability to their life, maybe. Yeah, it becomes very formulaic, you know? It's mm-hmm. like... I do, we do, you do. And um, (laughs) where's like the beauty and the creativity in that, you know? Um, So I have um, two degrees in mathematics. I really thought I was going to, I always knew I wanted to be in the classroom. I really thought that was going to be as a math professor. Right. You didn't, you didn't come straight into teaching. Right. So tell me your two degrees. What are they? So I have um, (laughs) an undergrad in pure mathematics from Oklahoma Wesleyan. And then I have a master's in pure mathematics with an emphasis in analysis, which is advanced calculus Mm -hmm. um, from the University of South Dakota. Um, pure, I mean, true intention of just going on and getting my PhD, um, and teaching at the college level. But, um, I decided to quote, take a break from my education (laughs) and, um, I got to teach at Tulsa community college, Mm -hmm. which really, I mean, that's what I wanted to do, right? Like Uh get me in a college classroom. Right. I loved it. But part of my assignment was teaching the concurrent classes at union high school, And I just remember, like, I would walk the hallways and be like, these math teachers are, like, teaching the same things that I am in college algebra, but in algebra two, you know, or similar, but they get five days a week, they get all year, like, imagine the connections I could build with the students and with the content if I got that much time. So I found myself like jealous of high school (laughs) teachers. Um, That they they could meet with their kids mm -hmm, on a regular basis mm -hmm, five times a week. mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, And so by then though, I had had three years of college teaching experience and a master's in my field. So um, I just sat for, you know, the, the Oget and um, gosh, it's been over opti. a decade. Not the Opti no. yet. Um, OSAT. Okay. Gotcha. And passed those and then became alternatively certified, yeah. which I like to remind people is different from emergency certified. Yes, <laughs> yes very true. <laughs> so, well, you, you take the turn. So you, you're at um, Tulsa Community College, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then you go to Union mm-hmm. directly? Directly. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yep, and um, I'm interested in what your first year was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so, 
you know, I went from the sphere of where students were like paying to hear what I had to say <laughs> and would <laughs> prefer not to pay to hear it, me to say it again. Mm-hmm. Um, Somewhat motivated to uh-huh, say through. Yep. to the sphere where like kids were like forced by the forced. government to be there. <laughs> let's be honest. Um, and I went from the sphere to being like, wow, I'm really good at this. Like everybody's listening and taking notes. Like, I'm you know, say, yeah, stage <laughs> on the stage, like exactly what you're not supposed to do. Right. Um, into the sphere where I'm like, hmm, they are not taking notes. They are not paying attention. They are on their phones. Um, and it was, it was really shocking, you know, yeah. and um, it, it was a huge, um, like, burst of my ego as well, let's yeah. be honest, you know, because I thought that this was something I was gifted at and that I was good at, and then this first semester trying my hand at this, I was like, I am terrible at this, um, and I really was pretty sure I was going to quit after that first oh, year. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then serendipitously, like, I stumbled upon this community blog called One Good Thing, mm. and it was... Um, a collective of teachers that live by the mantra every day may not be good but there's something good in every day and that quote just like hit me this early because I'm like it was permission to say it wasn't great today yeah. you know? yeah. but I'm the author of my own story like I'm the narrator and I get to choose what has the final word right yeah. and I think that it was just this intentional practice of joy and the more I dissect it like the more I understand that joy is not binary um joy is not the opposite of sadness like yeah. joy can hold it all right it can mm. hold the good moments and the bad moments um the grief and the triumph and that's what we do as teachers like we hold so much right so um second semester I decided like I something has to change like my mother would say I need an attitude adjustment or um or I need to get out right Mm -hmm. and so um I decided one day just like write something good in the classroom and hit Mm -hmm. publish and the next day I did it again and hit publish again and the third day I hit publish again and I just kept going. And last, the last day of last year, so my last day in the classroom for a while, um, was my 1,400th post. So wow. exactly 1,400 posts, which 700 is like a number of blessing and completion. So mm-hmm. I'm like, it's my double blessing blog yeah. uh, because it truly did. It saved my career. Um, so what kind of things are you writing in this blog? Just every day, like good things in the classroom, okay. like this lesson went well, or this kid had a light bulb moment, or this parent reached out, you know. Um, but in the beginning, like, of course, I didn't see a huge shift. Okay. But after a while, um, I realized, like, man, I really like these kids. And man, ah. I'm like, actually kind of good at this, you know? And um, that's like, that's exponential growth. Like if we like increase by 1% every day in the mm-hmm. beginning, right. it feels very, very slow and you're not going to see much of a difference. But if you take the long term mm-hmm. vision, yeah. you see like you have increased significantly and mm-hmm. exponentially. Um, and so in the beginning, it was coming home and being like, man, what in the world was good? What can I write about today? Yeah. It was very um, passive, right? And then, then it's like starts to shift. And throughout the day, you're like, well, that was good. I could write about that or that was good. And it becomes more active, yeah. right? You're like, you see it in the middle of the day. And then it shifts again and it becomes like proactive uh-huh. where you like, you want to create the good. Okay. Um, and, the, and the science want backs all this up, right? the good. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it went what, from what like noticing is, to creating. Hearing is that you're 
forcing yourself to reflect. Yes. So you you initially you're reflecting on the day, what mm-hmm. happened to you during mm-hmm. the day, and then it's, you know, shifts towards I'm going to be present in this moment mm-hmm. so I can impact my day. Mm-hmm. So it's exactly. just the it's ability wow. to reflect. Yeah. You, know, yeah, you just take ownership, yeah. you know, of your day, of your calling, of your vocation. And, um, yeah, I really saved my career, and I decided I could do this, okay. you know, for a living. Maybe I was decent at this. <laughs> That's it, it, great. It is so hard the first three, four years. Oh, man. It's, it's not something somebody can do well. That you have to go through yeah. all of those trials yeah. to learn to get the tools. Yeah, and it's like it's a marathon, right? It's mm-hmm. not a sprint, and and particularly in this day and age where we're like inundated with, we see all these cool things teachers are doing. Like mm, I see yes. all the time with with new teachers. They're like, oh, I want to do that and that and that and that and that, and you just kind of have to take a step back and say, are you in this? for a year or two or are yeah. you going to be in this for your life um it's a legit question because yeah can, yeah you can burn up you in can four burn years, out real, no real, real fast yeah mm-hmm. yeah and with social media you can compare yourself to every Everybody. teacher who yeah. mm. who posts which isn't necessarily reality correct you know um and so what we do, what we talk about is let's copy the teacher down the hall that you respect that's right Use their lesson plans, That's run right. on their rails right. until you get your feet set, and then you can start to yeah. build it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So, yeah. That, I, I'm glad you were able to reflect that even the teacher of the year for the <laughs> state of Oklahoma. I mean, I was, was ready to get out, you all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was challenged. I'm yeah. curious how that year changed classroom management wise. Because yeah. <laughs> I assume that, I mean, that was just so hard mm-hmm. going from teaching college age mm-hmm. people and then teaching high school kids like you said that have to be there and don't want to be there mm-hmm. so like how did you work with your classroom management mm-hmm. strategies through that year yeah and I you know I, I didn't go through traditional teacher that's certification true. so that's true you didn't um, have the training right so um that was and I'm grateful because I had like three years to develop how I could explain mathematics. Yeah. And then I was a little bit older. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I could just focus on classroom management. Truly, like that's what I needed to Mm -hmm. focus on. I I knew how to teach the math, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Um, So, yeah, I mean. I implemented a cell phone policy. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I mean that, and That's I know like some, <laughs> some people will vehemently disagree with me. But for me, the, one of the beauties of mathematics is that I want to share with my students is it's like meditative and reflective, mm. and you can have just this. Um, you can really, honestly, like get into this beautiful headspace of kind of connecting to yourself. We can't do that mm-hmm. if every time we hear a buzz yes. or, 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 sorry, feel a buzz or hear a ding, like our synapses can't connect, right? And I, and we can't make those deep connections that I want my students to feel in mathematics if we're always inundated with external um, mm-hmm. distractions. And so um, I, that's just kind of how I sell it to my students of like my job is to help your brain grow as much as possible this year and um, to do that we're all going to have our phones away because when we disconnect, we reconnect, right? Um, So that's the issue with mental health Yeah, is Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. you never have the opportunity to to sit with yourself. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if you don't do that for a long time, it's really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. to be with your thoughts. (laughs) You don't don't want to be with yourself anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, that was big. Um, And then I just learned you know, chunking is really important in high school mathematics. Mm -hmm. So they don't need to hear me talk 
all hour. Like I can talk for a little bit and mm. then I'll go do math with them gotcha. and back and forth. Um, with the pandemic, I actually started flipping my classroom and that was um, a beautiful gift of the pandemic who yeah. knew um and so and what now, do you mean yeah what was flipping what your flipping so your instead of uh, my student instead of doing a lesson in class my and doing the homework out of class right we flip that so my students watch me give the lesson at home um it is recorded but there oh, wow. are built-in questions so they can't just like hit play and walk away yeah. um they have to interact i don't like to say watch a video they have to interact with the content <laughs> at home um but then we come back and we do the assignment together because most students don't have a parent at home that right. can um do calculus with them right so um we come back together we i feel like i get to do math with them instead mm -hmm. of at them you know mm -hmm. um we get to ask much deeper questions i know that they're doing their own work and not you know <laughs> very true i don't know wolfram alphaing it yeah. um because i'm seeing them do it right and so i, I can check in on every single stuff you know I've had classes of 37 kids before. And so with 37, if you're trying to get a lecture yeah. in, I mean, it's just yeah. like, how do you connect? Yes. You know, so this allows me to check in with every single student, every really single day. Really get a day, pulse of who they are, how yes, they're doing. how they're doing. I can see this student's on question 30. This one's on st yeah. still on question two, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I get that, that temperature gauge every single day. Um, and so... Yeah, that that has been a, a, a big classroom That's management great. shift as well. Of, I think um, that is brilliant. Focusing on them. I think yeah. it's brilliant. It and, and technology can allow for absolutely. something like that, right? A so they absolutely. can watch the content and then, because I was not good at, I was good at geometry. Interesting, yeah. It was yeah. a natural fit for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, Easy. Yeah. Hated algebra. Yeah. Like had pre-algebra, algebra one and two, and just, just tried to get through it. Yeah. But it was because... We would talk about a particular problem, mm -hmm. and then it was time to do it on our own. But mm -hmm. the problem was different, you mm -hmm. know? And yes. so I had all these questions, but no availability. Yes. And um, that, that just put me off. I yeah, just, 100%. I, I couldn't figure it out because it wasn't one-to-one -one because mm -hmm. the, the problem was slightly different. Correct. And then all of these questions bubble up. And that would have been really great just yeah. to talk it through. Yeah, with your peers or with your teacher. Yeah. Um, and then my my students that um, are neurodiverse, it's just so wonderful for them because mm. they can pause if they need a break. They, a lot of them prefer to listen to me at one and a half times speed or mm. 0.5 speed, you know, like they can go at the pace. The That's they, perfect yes. for them. Whereas if you have 37 students in a live lecture, you can't go at 37 different paces, right? Mm -hmm. So this um, really allowed me to personalize um, mm. the classroom even more. We call it Calculus for All. Um, I really because like I believe I do too. Yeah. Like that's so brilliant. Yeah, that could be utilized in everything. Mm -hmm. it's so good. it's really um, it works really beautifully for the math classroom. I feel. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. I love what a it. good tool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that was for free, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, you, all you math teachers out there, that was free. Okay, so you are the current Oklahoma Teacher of the Year, which is awesome. Yeah, Congrats. Thank you. So are you in the classroom right now? Right now, I like to say I'm in other people's classrooms. Okay. Um, so as State Teacher of the Year in Oklahoma, we are afforded a paid sabbatical. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm actually still on um, staff with Union Public Schools okay. here in Tulsa. Um still get you know my benefits and my step increase and all that nice. um, but then the state department reimburses union for another math teacher okay. this year 
but that allows me the freedom to go do speaking engagements, um, work on my National Teacher of the Year portfolio, um, which takes some you know time and bandwidth and, and energy. Um, and then, if you want, as the State Teacher of the Year, you can work on a passion project as well. Okay. So, hey, yeah. And I did a little reading about you before this, and I know about your passion project, which is. Very cool, and I want you to talk about that. Yeah, so um, when I thought about what I wanted my passion project to be, I just kind of thought, like, what defines me as a teacher? And certainly, like, the One Good Thing blog Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. was formative for me. Can I ask something about that? Because I I meant to ask earlier, but I forgot, and I'm sorry for jumping in. (laughs) That blog, that... Anybody can access that, Yeah, right? anybody can access it. Anybody can rec- – I'm, I'm one of the administrators now, but anybody can request to be an author on it and contribute okay. when they want to. Mm. Um, so we have teachers from all over the country that yeah. – um, right. it's it's a WordPress blog, but it's one good thing, teach. Okay. Mm-hmm. I okay. wanted people to hear that because I know yeah. that there's probably some out, out there that would benefit from that. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Um, so the blog was um, very – transformational for me, both on a personal and professional level. The other thing that I feel really defined me as a teacher was, um, oh, I think seven years ago, I was analyzing my AP calculus scores and noticed that the students that looped with me, so who had had me for pre-calc as well, had a 100% pass rate on the AP exam, and those who did not had a 75% mm. pass rate. And um, State state pass rate is 45%. So we were, I mean, overall doing well, but that disparity was really discouraging to me because it's just luck of the draw of, like, Mm -hmm. whether you had that connection with me or not, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it wasn't, like, your pre-calc background, I don't think. I mean, I think it was, like, the kids who felt really connected to me felt Mm -hmm. safe to ask more questions and then to progress farther, right? Um, And so that was really kind of a hard pill to swallow. And I thought, gosh, how do we make Mm -hmm. up for this? disparity how can I connect with like everybody um, faster because especially your advanced students I feel um, not to to put anybody in like a box but um, I feel like they're kind of slow to open up Um, and I get that because that's how I was right Mm -hmm. like I want I want to like you to perceive me as I'm okay I'm perfect actually I'm just fine (laughs) not just Um, okay (laughs) (laughs) and so like that that shell is kind of hard to crack sometimes um so I, um, I started what I, I now call Unit Zero, the Calculus of Connection. And that first day of school, I kind of talked about myself, um, my struggles and joys as an immigrant, which Union has 63 languages represented. So oh, no we're wow. a very diverse district. Yeah. I have a lot of, Wonderful. you know, first and second generation Americans. So they, we can relate <laughs> to each other. Uh. Um, and then I just said... What a gift you are giving those kids they, that are I mean, coming in there to mm, be like... <sighs> like somebody I, like me you automatically have a connection yeah representation like really matters but oh, i mean girl they're my gift if i'm being um, honest you I know what i mean it. like i, I love it. who i am when i'm in the classroom and when i'm with them they're the ones that bring out the best in me oh. truly um but i said okay like now it's your turn to tell me about yourself <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go. I just passed around a sign-up sheet for, um, you know, non-instructional time before school, after school, during lunch. Come tell me about yourself. Like, um, uh. by no means am I like a trained counselor or anything, but I'm a good listener. Yes. Um, and I believe that students spell love, T-I-M-E. And so it was just time for them to tell yeah. me about themselves and connect. And, you know, some kids would stay for 15 minutes and some would stay for over two hours. Mm. And when 
tragedy showed up, like I learned how to um, hold whatever they wanted to offer me, mm -hmm. right? Um, and to sometimes bring in that counselor too when needed. But um, it was it's just such a beautiful time of connection. And um, it takes a good, honestly, ten, nine, 10 weeks to sit with every student and learn yeah. their stories. And those are heavy weeks. Um, but gosh, y'all, something shifts like after those 10 weeks and there's just this like sense of we belong to each other oh. and there's this safety. I mean, it's just like palpable, right? Like you can yeah. just feel it. And but you're investing uh, in the we. Like, yeah. It's, it's not now, uh, but you know, 30 different kids. Yeah. It's we together, together. are moving yeah. through this mm -hmm. process. Yeah. And particularly with the flipped classroom, it's so important yeah. that they trust me, you know? That's so true. Um, and so anyway, we've been able to close that disparity from 25 percentage points to eight, awesome. which I'm really proud of. I obviously wow. like, um, like my data, <laughs> I like to look at the numbers and I like sure. validation when, when they can, when numbers can offer that. Um, so anyway, intersecting the calculus of connection is what I call it. Some may call it relate than educate. Um, <laughs> Some might. Uh, <laughs> um, and then the one good thing blog, I intersected those to create this campaign called Teachers of Oklahoma, where I am just, I'm trying to get to all 77 counties and highlight teachers in each county mm -hmm. that um, are doing just that good and important work, trying to find those teachers that really fly under the radar. Yep. But very much like I would sit and listen to my student stories, I, I travel to their um, home site and listen to their story and try to just get a really authentic feel of who they are yes. um, and earn their trust and earn the honor of sharing their story. Um, and then I then I write about the good that I witness. I stay and watch, you know, an hour or two of their class and, and yes. write about the good that I witness in their classroom um, and we share that on you know on Facebook Instagram Twitter oh um, my goodness so just trying to share like um, the truth and the beauty that's happening in, in classrooms yes. um, because everybody's been a student. So I think a lot of us are like, know the teacher perspective because we've been around teachers yeah. our whole lives. Um, but unless you're in it as a teacher, mm -hmm. you really don't know the full story. And so mm -hmm. my hope is to share those stories. And I like that you said the truth. So we're seeing what's really, what's really happening, happening in our yeah. classroom and how just phenomenal any old teacher That's in right. the school Anybody. is just I mean <laughs> beyond belief phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and we're just like, I mean, we just, there's so many opinions floating around yes, these days. Are. And I just keep saying like, I've never been changed because of someone's opinion on something. I have been changed because of someone's story. So true. And that's why I really want to elevate teachers' stories and yeah. celebrate them and honor them. Um, you know, quantum physicists have taught us that particles at the subatomic level move when they're seen. So that okay. mere act of like bearing witness to them changes mm. their trajectory. Mm -hmm. mm. Right. And I think that's what teachers do every day. Like they truly see their kids and they change their trajectories. But now it's time for us to do that to teachers, to see our teachers, to change the trajectory to honor them and celebrate them. Mm -hmm. Um, like they hold story after story yes. year after year and we're here to do the same now. Yes. Yeah. And that can start teacher to teacher. <sighs> Absolutely. We don't need the affirmation of people mm -hmm. on the outside mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. they may not ever get it. That's right. But if we can collectively come together and stand mm -hmm. together, you know, that, mm -hmm. that can change some things. Mm -hmm. It can. Yeah. Yep. And I think, for me at least, hearing teachers' stories. So this is my second year now out of the classroom, yeah. and I was a teacher for 15 years yeah. and loved every second of it. You know, it 
stressed me to the max oh, yeah. too, yeah. but loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, but I didn't value or honor my role as a teacher or what a teacher was because it just, that's just what I did. That's what Correct. I showed up to it's do every single do. day. Yeah. I love my kids. I do this, yep. you know, I show up to work and show up to do good lesson plans and all this kind of stuff that I was just so in it that I didn't really like have this reverence that I do now for the profession of yeah, teaching. I, I mean, I could not agree more taking a step back from yes. it. Um, it just really opens your eyes to, the importance of teachers, the importance of education. I mean, yes. it's the bedrock of our, and I of don't, our communities. I think that there's probably a whole lot of teachers who are stuck in the place that I have been where it's just like, you're just doing it. A hundred percent. You're just showing up and yep. you're just doing it when it's, I just want to somehow get across that, like, no, you are who we're talking about. Right. You right. are phenomenal and you are changing the world, changing the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I love hearing you get to do this, hearing teacher stories and pointing out to them exactly. that something that exactly. they're doing is phenomenal. Yeah. And I think just a lot of teachers um, don't get that, you know, when mm -hmm. I um, when I send out like a, you know, you've been nominated. Can I come visit? Typically, the response is just like I'm crying. Like, um, I don't deserve. Something I don't deserve like that. something like mm -hmm. this. And I just, it's like simultaneously breaks and heals my heart to be able to mm. like go and just honor them because I know that um, they're not getting, oftentimes, not getting like the honor that they really deserve. Um, not that they do it for the accolades, of obviously, course. but. Um, but, but we they are, sure as hell deserve. Yeah, and we are that. what we celebrate. What yes. what gets celebrated gets replicated, right? And yes. so I think that it is just it's time that we reclaim our profession. It's time that um, we do what we do best and educate our audience yes. on um, just the good and important work that we do, um, the parts of our profession that we love, that we hold dear, but also the parts that um, really we still have a lot of work to do, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, there has to be a note of honesty, otherwise, yes, it's not. Valid yes, and, and that—that's what you honest. know drew me to that blog so yeah. much. Of like, yeah, it's real because it can—it <laughs> can be both. It yeah, can yeah. be awful and rewarding, yeah. 100%, 100%. at the same time. Yeah. and it's just a matter of your perspective yes. and how you want to hold it. But yeah, well, when we did the teachers' night out thing, yeah, it—it it was and, and and you know people like beyond. Aaron and I, they're, you know, people at, at Jess and Cheryl and Rob and my wife, Darla, got to have a hand in all of the things that happened. But the night of the event, to feel the appreciation <laughs> of the <laughs> teachers, they were like, thank you so much. And it's like, no, we love you. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah exactly. You. No, yeah. We love you. Yeah. But they just, for, you know, a lot of them don't get... Uh, appreciated mm -hmm. it's not palpable to mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. and to have that it was just it was so fun on our yes. side yes right mm -hmm. so it was just it's great they you know teachers don't feel like they deserve a whole lot yeah and they do they do they do and they I think part of it is like when I talk to teachers you know it's just it's so much more than a job to them mm -hmm. like this is yes. their calling this is their vocation I mean this is it's their why. It's their a lot why. Of them. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, um, you know, why they get up in the mornings a Truly. lot of times. And so they just, um, and back to what you were saying, Erin, it's just like they just do it and keep doing it and doing it um, because 
they know it's right, you know, mm-hmm. and they they truly live that do the next right thing. Yeah. Know, and yeah. Just day in and day out. Yeah. <sighs> Teachers. <laughs> they are the best. <laughs> they are. Oh, something I read, um, or I can't remember if I read or saw you in an interview, something you had talked about some of your former students yeah. who have become teachers themselves. Yeah. I want to talk about that. That just made me smile so big. Yeah. That is one of my greatest um, career accomplishments yes. is I have um, 11 former students that are now um, secondary mathematics educators or pursuing um, a wow. career. In they that. are yeah. specifically math. Yeah. Oh my yes, goodness. I have others who are you yes. know, teaching other things, but specifically 11 <gasps> specifically in, in mathematics. Rebecca. I love that. Um, and five of them teach at Union. Um, so, do you teach with any of them? I teach with three of them at the high school. <gasps> That's a bit weird, isn't um, it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> first time they say Rebecca, I'm like, excuse you. <laughs> slow, <laughs> no. slow down. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, really working with them. Um, Morgan and Alyssa are the two that I've, I've worked with the most. Um, and Morgan stepped up and took my calculus classes this year for me, knowing that it's just oh, like a year yeah. long thing, which what a sacrifice, you know, on her part. Wow. And Alyssa moved into my classroom for a year and is just holding that space kind of, it's just a very cherished mm. space for me. Um, yeah, I get like emotional thinking about that room. Oh. Um, but they, um, it's just so beautiful because I got to be their cheerleader and mm-hmm. um, encourage them to pursue this this field. Um, again, affirm that those talents in them, and then recruit them back, you know, to yes. union. And but the tables have just turned, and they've become my cheerleaders, and um, mm-hmm. they're my mentors in a lot of ways. Um, they have just such brilliant ideas, and. Um, the collaboration that I'm able to like experience with them is so life-giving. I mean, collaborating Mm. with any teacher is, is huge. But when you think about like the reciprocity here and the background Mm. here and the history here, um, it just like (laughs) gets you pretty hard. Um, so they're just a gift and, um, they're now oftentimes who I turn to when I'm like feeling that imposter syndrome or, um, you know, just like need that extra little love. Like they're, they've become my cheerleaders, you know? That's so you, what you're saying is that you need some somebody to say, mm. "Hey, no, you're worth it. Yeah, you're you're awesome. Yeah, yeah. we all need that. We, we all do. need that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um. Something else that I wanted to talk about is you had said, "Teachers, you hold our democracy both liter- literally and figuratively." And I kind of want to hear backstory about yeah. that and what that is because when I read that, I like stopped. <laughs> And I read it again, and I read it a couple more times, and I was like, yeah, we're talking about this. Yeah, um, and I get, uh, that's maybe the only thing I've said that I get some um, backlash for. Because oh, really? People, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I was like, oh, I Don't you that. know this is a democratic republic? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. but there's another definition of democracy, and that's the practice and principle of social equality. And that's what I'm talking about here. Because um, for most students... School is the first time where they have to interact with people that are not quite like them, right? Mm-hmm. They may look different from them, sound different from them. Maybe their parents worship in a different way mm-hmm. than, than you know, their parents do. Um, 
And school is where we learn, I think, for the first time, kind of how to interact with people that are a little bit different from us. And like we talked about earlier, that's the foundation Mm -hmm. of this whole country. Mm -hmm. That's the heartbeat of democracy. And teachers play such a critical role in safeguarding that. Um, So they are figuratively holding democracy, right, because they are working towards this um, shared value, shared mission of social equality. Mm-hmm. But then I think, I mean, there are times where we literally hold our, I mean, I think of like the number of times my son's, you know, first grade teacher just, or, or basketball coach, you know, scoops him in his, mm-hmm. in their arms and holds him mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the number of times um, a student has come and said, Miss P, I just like, I just need a hug, you know, mm-hmm. no words, like just I just need them. a hug. Um, or, um, yeah, just, just that physical presence of being there mm-hmm. with them. So yeah, for me, um, this country works at its finest when we decide that we belong to each other. And that is what teachers at our best. I mean, mm-hmm. we're human. Um, sometimes our overburdened hearts make mistakes, make no, no mistake about that. Yeah. But at our best, on our best days, we hold our students and we hold the future of democracy as a result. Yeah, wow. teachers teach community. Yeah. Because they have to. Because mm-hmm. you have, say, 30 kids in, mm-hmm. a, in a fairly small room. Mm-hmm. And you have <laughs> to get along mm-hmm. to make it down, you know, to, yeah. to accomplish what you need to accomplish that day and that year. Mm-hmm. And so they, they teach students or can mm-hmm. um, how to be a part of a larger group. Mm-hmm. You know, and some might argue, well, you know, kids go to church and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But you, you could also argue that the, the place that where you choose to go to church may be homogenous. That's right. And maybe all probably one hour people. a week. Yeah. Yeah. School is a serious investment mm-hmm. and kids have to, if they're going to be there, they have to, uh, you know, give up some of their rights that, mm-hmm. that, that the group can thrive. And that is a very test tube like situation mm-hmm. of our larger Nation. Yes, absolutely. You know? Yes. And teachers facilitate that. They do. Every and hour of the day. That's right. And um, like s- some of the greatest compliments I've been given by students is like, um, I learned to like love better because of the way you loved us. Like oh, I wow. um, did not like that person in class that I had to sit by, but yeah. I saw how you treated him and you didn't oh, care about wow. X, Y, and Z about him. Um, I saw the patience you had with those people. And it made me want to be, want to do the same. And mm-hmm. I have a big quote on my back wall that I see every time I look out to my students. It says, see the light or, um, goodness, see the light in others and treat them as if that is all you see. Mm-hmm. And again, do I get it right every day? Absolutely not. But I hope that my students see that quote and see like that is my heart. That's what I'm trying to do. And that, um, that I want to pull out the best in them, right? Like mathematics is the opening act. The main event is helping our students live the kindest, truest, most beautiful version of their lives. And that hopefully they would feel that so deeply that they Mm -hmm. would want to reciprocate. Mm -hmm. We hear it all the time that, you know, teachers are like, we don't have time to indoctrinate, but if, (laughs) but if I did, if I did, I'd get them to do their homework. (laughs) Yeah. If I did, I would want them to be a better human being. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, that's the only indoctrination I would have. And that goes back to the point of you have to make the classroom work. The only Mm -hmm. way to do that is if everybody can kind of agree. A hundred percent. We're in this together. A hundred percent. Like we're, we're in this together. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, what kills me is that somebody would point the, the part of the quote that they would point out is that <laughs> you got the, the technical term for what we are in yeah. government wise wrong. Mm-hmm. Like you missed the whole the point. The whole thing, yes. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> wow. Okay. So what do you hope years later when your students look back and think on you, what do you hope that they remember? Yeah, exactly that, that they were in a room where they felt yes. loved and cherished. Um, we do Mindful Mondays. I think, you know, school's gotten so academic, um, and then that comes from, like, an academic person. Um, <laughs> but I try to try to provide brain breaks, you Mm. know? Um, and so Mondays we talk about mindfulness and we focus on our breathing and try to get like in the present and not, not so worried about the past or stressed about the future. Um, but I always leave them with the blessing of may today be a day where, you know, you are loved and valued exactly as you are. May you accept that love Ah. and give that love. May today be a day where, you know, you are safe, cherished and wanted. May today be a day where you experience grace, both to give and to take. May today be a day where you're connected with yourself and those around Mm -hmm. you, willing to both give and receive help. May today be a day of joy and thanksgiving. And even if today is not a good day, may you find your one good thing. And I feel better. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's what I hope they remember. I hope they remember um, that they were loved and they were cherished and they were valued, um, that their gifts were affirmed. And um, we, we do free write Fridays. We do our one good thing every Friday in, in math class as well. So, um, and students will take that um, off, oftentimes, mm. continue that practice out, um, beyond graduation. I just actually got a message a couple of days ago and was like, I just did my thousandth one good thing, Miss P. Um, <laughs> but that's what I hope they remember. Yes. I, I hope they remember a little bit of calculus. Um, I hope that they see, you know, rates and accumulation around them and can can kind of see the world in a new lens yeah. that I was able to offer through the content. But much more importantly, I hope that um, that they were loved so, so well that it changed the way they loved themselves and mm-hmm. loved other people. Yeah. That, yeah that's the depth of it. the teacher yeah. right there, the teacher heart. God. Wow. That is amazing. I... Um, I'm a little late to the game, but I also vote for you to be teacher of the year. <laughs> <laughs> You're incredible. You're, You're wonderful. Okay, so we always end with two questions. Well, before we end, is there anything that anyone wants to say? Yeah. Do you want to plug anything? Yeah. Um, well, I would be honored to, if you know, if any listener wants to go and follow our teachers' stories. Yes. Um, uh, just teachers of Oklahoma on really most social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Um, Not so much for me, but for our teachers, um, because they deserve for us to hold their stories. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I end every podcast with you're worthy, you're valuable, and you are loved. Yes. Because, oh, I just want to like poke that into yeah. every pore of every teacher's yeah. body and to know they're, it. They're saying that to all our kids. Yes. Right. No. Um, and, and we, uh, you know, it's just time. It's time. Yes. That they feel that viscerally exactly. in their if souls. Not now when that's right. Yeah. Yep. And I think that if we feel that viscerally in our souls, there's going to be less that we're willing to like continue to allow. Yes. And, and then, we protect this profession. Exactly. Right? Um, the nation lost 570,000 public educators since wow. the pandemic. Um, what are we going to do? Yeah. 
you know? Um, and when I go and, and talk to teachers as I travel, I always ask, like, how do we recruit and retain highly effective mm-hmm. educators like you, the one I'm talking to right now? Mm-hmm. And um, money certainly comes up occasionally, but not as often as you would think. Um, by and large, I mean, every single time they say respect and appreciation. Yep. Every single time, every single teacher in every single county I've been to yeah. and they're diverse. You know what I mean? Like, um, you yeah. have a, you have a heart that's full of this love that they want to give, mm-hmm. but when you scar it with, mm-hmm. you know, wh- whatever it could be, yeah. it could be from the public side, it could yeah. be a parent, it could be a kid, yeah. whatever. When you scar that, eventually they're going to want to protect it. And eventually yeah. they're going to be like, I can't do this because it hurts too much mm-hmm. and I need to be valued. Or like you mentioned it earlier, you may have loved ones come to you and say, look, you're going to die doing this job. You need to do something else. You're not well, which we, we both went through that kind of stuff, but it's, it's, you have to protect yourself at some point. You have to. So protect the teacher heart. And that Uh goes to, you know, teachers to teachers, Uh principals to teachers, Uh communities to teachers, all of that. All of that. Mm -hmm. Ditto. That's Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, if you had a minute to go back in time, in just a minute, to speak to your previous self before she walked into her very first classroom on your first day, what would the most important things be that you wanted to tell her? <laughs> oh, I would tell her, little Rebecca, it's going to be okay. <laughs> it is going to be okay. Um, I would tell her it's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard. Um, but anything worth doing is going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell her to be herself that you don't have to, you don't have to, um, fit a mold. You know, you mm-hmm. want your students to be their true authentic selves who they were created to be. And you've got to be your true authentic self yes. as well. Um, and that keep with it because you are holding our democracy and what you're doing. Mm. that's good well said that was so good all right and then the last question is for all three of us what's something it doesn't have to be educated education related but it can be if that's all you're consuming these days what is something that you would want to recommend to our audience it could be anything from tv to movies to podcasts to a restaurant to a book to literally anything i'll go first to give you a second to think about it um i just last night started the new harry and megan documentary i saw that I've just seen the first episode. Have you seen all three? No, I've not seen any. I just saw like the preview and I was like, well, that looks good. (laughs) I know. And I'm not a big royal follower. No, I I started a book on it actually a couple days ago and could not. I couldn't get because I'm like I don't even know who they're talking I about. I know, yeah, <laughs> but like watch the crown. Uh, I, I started. <laughs> and I, that. I didn't. I gave up on that too. Me too. Yeah. It just was a lot, and I just needed something lighter. Mm-hmm. But it the first episode is really good. I love a you know a nuanced story yes. and someone that like you know is kind of the underdog yes. in the situation, <laughs> getting to have their voice be told. And so I don't know. I'm in. I can't wait tonight to finish episodes two and three because episode it looks one really good. Great. So I recommend Harry and Meghan. Okay, I'm All gonna right. watch them. Good. Are you ready or do you want me to? Yeah, I can go? go. Okay. I think I have two actually. Good. Okay. So um, my first one is I would. Um, I am and would encourage others to really be keeping up uh, what's going on in Iran. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. 
It is. It's a big deal. It's a very big yes. deal. I am, you know, half Iranian, and so it hits me really hard that um, that is really the life I was supposed to have, you yes. know. Um, and it hits me hard that um, equal rights for us all is no guarantee, but it is a product of a nation's people insisting that mm. we belong to each other. Mm. And again, that's what teachers um, try to weave into the hearts of their communities. So um, I'm very much following what's going on in Iran, and I want to say that I stand with um, Iranian women. And um, the, the quote that kind of keeps coming to me is, they tried to bury us, but they didn't mm. know we were seeds. Oh, um, boy, I love mm -hmm. that. So I am watching. I am um, praying for, for change and for, um, for women's rights in Iran. Um, but the other th thing I'm consuming with my husband, we just started watching The Chosen because um, it's on Netflix now, um, which is, um, you know, obviously man's retelling of um, Jesus's adult life and his relationship oh, okay. with his chosen disciples okay um i hope it's okay if i get a little bit spiritual of but course. um yeah i just it's just such a beautiful retelling and again it is um it is a retelling mm -hmm. but um it's just helping me fall in love with the person of jesus all over mm -hmm. again and um i know like the church is not perfect i know we've made a lot of mistakes but I think for me personally, when I like look to the person of Jesus, I'm reminded of um, why why I want to cling to to my faith and my spirituality. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. just been, um, especially now, like around Christmas time, it's been such a uh, a nice reminder of our faith. Good. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So I'm going to go in a radically different <laughs> direction. I was telling Aaron earlier, I haven't like physically read a book in a long time because I've been busy and it's it's a, a drain on me. So I listen to Audible. Yes, I, listen to podcasts, I do a lot of audio So I consume books. a lot, but not physically read. So when I am able to, which I went and I bought a book the other day, a couple of days ago, which is an indication to me that, you know, I'm getting rested and yes, rejuvenated. Yes, 100%. So I went and got a book called Slash, which is the the story of Slash from Guns N' Roses. Yes. So, <laughs> so it's it's funny because I uh, when I was looking for a book. I, I got a credit on Audible, and I was like, what, what am I going to read? And I really delved into like um, biographies that I wouldn't normally read, and uh -huh. so I've gotten into a lot of music biographies. So... I uh, found one on Duff, which if you know Guns N' Roses, he was a part of that. Interesting. And, and then I saw, you know, you might also like Slash, but they didn't have it on Audible, so I went and bought it. So there I'm listening, listening to Duff tell his story <laughs> while reading Slash's story. I anyway, <laughs> not everybody's going to dig that. Not everybody's going to know who Slash is, but I don't think anybody can argue with the fact that you can't look at Slash and be like, you know what? He's not very interesting. Oh, <laughs> true. So his story is so interesting. Is it like a memoir or? Yeah, well, mm -hmm. he, you know, the guy that wrote it is a Rolling Stone author, right? Oh, He's a, interesting. So it, the storytelling is beautifully it's told. It's amazing, I'm well sure. written, mm -hmm. but it's Slash's stories. And it's just incredible. Like, real quick. Because I know not everybody's going to be interested in this, but <laughs> he was born in England. His mom is an African American, and then his dad is a Brit, and so he was born there, raised there for a time, and then they went to Los Angeles. And he just he grew up riding his bike around 
the Fairfax, Fairfax district of West Hollywood. And some of it sounds like what I did when I was a kid, you know, just driving around, getting in trouble and stuff like that. His has obviously turned up to 10. <laughs> and and it, it's in Hollywood, so it's just bizarre, the stories. But I just love it. I, I love amazing. hearing other people's stories because it gives you a glimpse of what all this world is capable yes, of. Yes, 100%. The good and the bad. And yeah. so anyway, yeah, I am reading about Slash and I'm loving it. That's Unapologetically, I, yes. love, <laughs> I love that. I love a good biography. I do though, too. So oh, I, can I see do too. Borrowing that after you're done with Absolutely. it. Absolutely, you'll love it. I would. Yeah, I totally would. Well, Rebecca, thank you oh, so much thank you for having me. This truly. was so much fun. I'm so it glad was, I got to meet fun. you. Ditto. This was and fun. I'm so glad that you are our teacher of the year. You're kind. Yes, I am proud of that. Oh my gosh. Thank you for that. That means a lot. Yeah. All right. I love it. Please visit our website at relatethenneducate.com. If you'd like us to come to your school, great. Go to our website, click on our speaking page, and see what all we talk about. And we'd love to come meet your teachers. Also on our site, you can visit our events page. We have some excellent workshops and really cool events that we are currently planning. We cannot wait for these things. Oh, they're going to be exciting. Also, you can check out our Teacher Voices page, which is exactly what it sounds like, Teacher Voices. It's a wonderful resource of teacher stories, teacher experiences, just all you can hear teacher voices. And it's a great way you can connect with them. You can learn and hear from other teachers. So check out our website, relateandeducate.com. We are always looking for more teachers to talk to. And you have a story worthy of sharing. Yes, you. I'm talking to you, teacher. You may not think you do, but oh, do you? And we want to meet you. We want to talk to you on the podcast. And even if you're like, oh, I don't have anything, which I know you do. I know you know of a teacher who has a great story, who has great experiences and lessons that we could learn from. So you could also let us know their name, their information, and we would love to reach out to them and see if they want to be on our show. So reach out to us on our website, or you can email me at Erin, E-R-I-N, at RelateThenEducate.com, and I will get back to you. I am so excited always to meet new teachers. Have you pre-ordered your copy of the Relate Then Educate book? Because you need to. You really, really do. The Relate Then Educate book is wonderful. It is a bunch of different teacher stories. And they're getting out there. And we can't wait. So if you haven't pre-ordered your copy, you need to do it. You can pre-order it anywhere where you order you know, your books and stuff from. We will, we will release the book this summer. All right, finally, please like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Relate Then Educate and on Twitter at Relate Then E-D-U-C and the number one. And then on whatever you're listening to this podcast, please follow us, like us, leave a review. It helps us grow. It helps us be seen. Please do that. All right, finally, teachers, you are worthy. You are valuable and you are loved. Bye.